Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 24th of August and for the day the ASX 200 was up 13 points at 7,503, up 0.2, well just shy of 0.2 of percent today. We had a high of 75.24 and a low of 74.96, so a 28 point trading range which is a very, very small range indeed. All eyes on corporate results again. In terms of the big cap winners today, mainly results based in terms of the winners and the losers as well. We had Nanosonics, N-A-N. We had O-Media, O-M-L, U-W-L, Unity Group, S-Y-A, Sionna uh, Mining up as well, PPM, Pepper Money, Hub24, H-U-B, and Paladin, P-D-N, rounding out the big cap winners. And in the big cap losers, Kogan was the big loser today, uh, certainly on sale, on special, and even an afterpay four-day sale couldn't save them. KGN doing very badly today, as was Monodelphus, M-N-D, and Asdol, A-S-B, and... Ansel down as well, A-N-N, M-M-S, which is uh, Macmillan Shakespeare, and Nib, N-I-B, the Health Fund, N-H-F, and Sleet, uh, S-G Fleet Group, S-G-F, also down heavily today. Positive sectors, it was all about the miners and the engineer and the energy stocks today. We had iron ore miners doing well, we had the gold miners doing well, we had base metals doing well and energy stocks doing well. For some scores on the doors, we had Fortescue at 1.4%, Rio at 1.3% and BHP at 1%. In the gold miners, Newcrest did well at 1.2%, Northern Star up 2% and Evolution up one5 and looking at the energy stocks today, Santos up 3.2 and Woodside up 3.2 as well. Oil Search up 3%. And even Beach Energy managed to claw a 3.3% gain today with Ampole ALD rising 4.1% today. In the base metal stocks, we had South 32 up 1.4 and Oz Minerals up 3.7%. Even Mineral Resources up one5 uh, Blue Scope Steel down around 1% there. In the negatives today, it was uh, a little bit of negativity in some of the healthcare stocks. Ra- ResMed down 3%, Fisher & Paykel down nearly 2%, and Cochlear down 2%, as well as Ansel, which got hit badly on their results. COVID supply chain issues and raw material costs hurting there. Down at 9.2% today, and we'll get to more on that Later, consumer staples also in the doghouse. West Farmers down 1.6% as Bunnings across New South Wales. The lights go out in Bunnings. No more middle-aged men in green aprons. And we also saw Woodside uh, down 1.1% and Coles Group down 3.1%. Not doing very well today. I should mention that Bunnings hopefully is only a temporary closure due to COVID. In other news today, consumer uh, stocks also weaker, but we did see weakness in the likes of Reese down 2.9% after their report. Seven Group Holdings down 3.2%. Telstra easing 1.5% ahead of their ex-dividend tomorrow. Car sales down 2.7%. And REA Group down 1%. In terms of the big banks, 
Not much happening in the banks, to be honest. It was a bit of toing and froing. We had Westpac up half percent and ANZ up 0.25, CBA down 0.26. The big bank basket pretty much unchanged on the day. Alltech index also unchanged today. We had a good rise from Afterpay up 1.6, but we had falls in WiseTech down 1.4 and zero up 0.3 following the sale from some of the large shareholders there. Gold steady at $24.93, so no change in the gold price. Uh, bullion prices were stronger overnight, but of course the Aussie dollar also firmer, which gave us an Aussie dollar gold price pretty much unchanged. Bitcoin just backing off from that 50000 level to 49398 off its highs. The A dollar firmed back up to 72.27 and the 10-year yield rallying back to 1.14%. Asian markets, it was a big tech bounce in Hong Kong. Hong Kong up around 1.6%, China up around 1%, Tokyo up 1%. Dow futures currently up around 67 and we have Nasdaq futures up around 33 points. But in terms of commentary on the market, travel stocks having a good day today on the news that maybe we will be opening or at least some sort of uh, freedoms before we get to 75 or 80%, at least for vaccinated people. We had uh, O Media, OML, up 10.7%. Positive broker comments there. On those travel stocks, we had Flight Center up 6.7%, Webjet up 6.5%, Qantas up 5.5%, but Sydney Airport, clearly they don't need the airport to take the planes, to take people on the planes because they were up only 0.3% of a percent today. Feeling a bit left out, I have to say. Other stocks doing well today is uh, Sayona Mining was up 8.3%. OTCQB listing, that's the over-the-counter listing in the US. And Nanosonics absolutely shot the lights out today with their Trophon product in the US, really getting some serious traction in the second half. Stock was up nearly 22% today, which made up for it if you were a Monodelphus holder because you were down 14.4%. Monodelphus talking about staffing issues, FIFO issues, COVID issues, and revenue not being as big as they would have liked because of timing issues. Stock fell 14.4. Kogan uh, revealed they still had some inventory issues. Judging by the number of emails I get every day from Kogan, hardly a surprise. Down 15.8% today. And they also cancelled the dividends to reinvest in the business. Yep, right. ASB, Austal, down 13.1%. The results really weighing there today. And we'll get on to the results in more detail in a minute. NHF, NIB Holdings, down 7.2%. Brokers turning negative on that result. And IDT, which has had a good couple of days as our speculative stock of the day. On news of uh, mRNA vaccine possibilities. Saw a bit of profit taken today, down 8%. RPM results today hit the red line, down 1.4%. And ONT, which is 1,300 smiles, saw a cash bid from private equity at $8. The stock rose nearly 14% today on the back of that bid. 113,000 shares traded, not particularly very well held by retail or institutional investors. MNF. 
had a great day today. MNF Group up 10.5% on their results. EM2 also doing well today. They held an investor webinar yesterday, 15.6 to the good. And GNG were great. GR Engineering up 10.6% on their results. Event Hospitality, EVT up 6.4%. Broker Upgrades there coming through. And Pepper Money looked like they beat Prospectus Forecasts up 7.7% today. And Westpac got whacked with a $10.5 million fine for one of their indiscretions regarding superannuation roll-ins. Stock rose 0.5%. Hardly surprising, $10.5 million. I would imagine they find down the back of the sofa. IPO of the day is... A stock called Kuniko, K-N-I, which rose a massive 325% on debut. This is the Vulcan spin-off of its Norwegian exploration assets, which has made a big thing about being carbon or zero carbon. They're an explorer. They haven't even found what they're looking for yet, as they say in all the best U2 songs. Speculative stock of the day today, Azure Minerals, AZS, up 32.8%. They put out an investor presentation and the Andover Nickel Copper Project, The Focus. In terms of results today, let's go through some of them in a little more detail. Ansel fell 9.2% today. Full year EPS, 1.92 billion versus a guidance of 1.92 to 2.02 US uh, dollars. Earnings per share, 1.99 US dollars. Uh, it is anticipated that net interest expense will be in the range of 20 to 21. And there is increased software investment in FY22. The thing that upset the market really about Ansel was the talk of supply chain issues and that they have probably passed peak COVID in terms of their PPE equipment and that uh, maybe that was as good as it gets. Parenti Global, PRN, down 5.8%. Full year underlying NPAT A, 77.0 million. Consensus was 24.4. A good result there. Revenue of 2.02 billion. Consensus 2.04 billion. Final dividend, 2 cents. Full year guidance was revenue of around similar amount. An EBIT of 165 to 185. Stock still fell 5.8%. Hub24, though, had a good day. The power of the platform up 7.4%. Full year net underlying profits of of 15 million. Consensus was 18, but revenue 110.9. Consensus 130. Group underlying EBITDA 36.2, which was a beat. Consensus 35.8. Final dividend 5.5 cents, fully franked. And certainly platform funds under management target now is 63 to 70 billion dollars. Monodelphus falling 14.4% today. Full year net profits 47.1 million. Consensus 54.4. Revenue 1.95 billion. Consensus 1.83 billion. Outlook was the issue. Full year revenue likely to be lower due to timing of new major projects. Although stronger construction activity forecast in FY23. Final dividend 21 cents fully franked. Austal down 13.15% today. They reported full year EBIT of 114.6. Guidance was 112 to 118. Consensus around 114.2. So not bad. They beat guidance as well with revenue. And they also beat guidance with net profit up 81.1. Consensus 78.7. 
However, full year guidance revenue uh, 1.5 versus consensus of 1.5, and they anticipate that the COVID-19 situation will remain dynamic. There's a good word in FY22, with subsequent uncertainty surrounding the broader macro impacts on the business. No guidance given. SDA Health rose 3.6% today, reports full-year net profit 6 million, consensus of 7.7 million, final div 2.3, and Illumina up 1.8%, first half profit 69.2 million US versus a year ago 87.5, interim dividend 3.4 cents US, which is up 21 cents. But they did say significant shipping disruptions and higher freight costs constraining aluminium prices. Nanosonics had an absolute cracking day today, up 22%. Full year profits, 8.6 million year ago. 10.1 consensus, though, was 4.6. Revenue, good beat there, 103 against 99. Expected double-digit revenue growth, gross profit margin above 75%. Operating expenses, though, around $90 million. So it wasn't all good news, but the market loved that result. Borrell, though, going in the opposite direction. I bet Kerry Stokes wish he'd never heard of Borrell. Down 5.5%. Underlying net, underlying profit, 251. Consensus was 290. You don't get the feeling that Borrell may have told Kerry a few porkies during the takeover battle. Uh, full year 22 outlook. The company expects the current uncertain and mixed market conditions in Australia to continue in FY22. Uncertainty continues, and Borrell is focusing on the thing that it can control. Good luck there. And we saw Kogan. We'll finish off with Kogan down nearly 16% today. Full year adjusted EBITDA 61.1 in line with preliminary announcement. Revenue 780.7. Gross margin improvements. First 18 days of August have shown a strong acceleration. You would think that was all good, but they did have inventory problems. They didn't make much of a profit. And they are struggling a little bit at the moment to enunciate their um, strategy. That's about it from me today. We had a bit of economic data with consumer confidence rising 0.5% last week, driven by West Australia and South Australia on a rebound there from restrictions. European markets opening relatively unchanged. The big news in the region, though, was the Asian tech stocks having a big, big bounce. Kathy Wood is supposedly buying. 10 cents buyback also has given Heng seeing tech index reasons to be cheerful. That's it from me today. Have a great evening.